Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. Well, hey there, welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad we get to do this week after week. Oh my God, I call this week's episode of, can I start over? Can we just not do English today? English is hard. I called this week's episode, the brilliance of not knowing what you're doing. And I've been sitting here. <laughs> you're laugh. I've been sitting here for almost 30 minutes going, what am I going to say about this so that I can know what I'm doing so that I can talk to you about not knowing what you're doing? You're welcome. I do it. Okay. 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 So here we are. This is like business and money month, although I think that's just kind of where I live. I love talking about business and money. And so there's so many different things you can choose and come play with this month, but also probably always. Um, crystaljoycrawford.com slash crafting your empire is an intro class I'm doing this week and next week and maybe forever. Um, I'm doing two different business done different classes, a foundation class live in England. So there's a lot going on. And I, I really started to look at, like I always do, what I could share with you about my process that I think is incredibly relevant to your process. And one of the things I started looking at is that most of the people that I coach with or work in group business programs with or you know talk to about business are start out by looking for the how. Now, how do I do this is one of the biggest traps you could possibly create for yourself. But it, it doesn't seem like that when you're doing it. When you start to do like, okay, so I, so, okay, cool. So I've got a business, like, now how do I do this? Like, like or, or just start. The first thing that usually pops up is how. And, and it's mostly just because we've been so trained to look for the answer. And here's what I think is brilliant about not knowing what you're doing in a totally ADD way. Number one, when you don't know how, and by the way, you never do, 100% of the time, you never, ever know how you're going to do something. Um, when you don't know how, you have to go into question. Now, every time I say you never know how you're going to do something, my mind always goes back to the time, the very first time that I ever said yes to getting married. <laughs> I know this doesn't seem like a business conversation, but bear with me. I was 27 at the time. I had just graduated Bible school. So it was this really, really actually incredible little boutique school that I found randomly, of course, like you do. I have no idea how I'm going to create my life. And, you know, as you start pulling energy and the universe just throws things into your path. And I accidentally ended up at a church where I heard this guy speak and I was just blown away because he merged all these different worlds together into one. And it was the most complete picture of living that I had ever experienced so far until access consciousness. So I moved my whole life down to Alabama and I went to school. So there's a whole story around that, but so there was, it was three years of just like, honestly, getting, getting up at five in the morning and like falling into bed at midnight, but just 
happiness and work and play and study and change and transformation. I think it was just one of my happiest times. And I graduated and was like, now what? Because I was trained to open a church. I, like that was the training was for was to like go go around the world and open these churches, like be able be able to have the skills. So I had that. But I was looking around and I was 27 and it was just kind of time to get married. So I literally just decided that <laughs> I just decided I think it's time to get married. So I'm very pragmatic. I started looking around my world and, you know, checking out everybody who was available. That was very slim pickings. So, so as I kind of looked around at the available choices, which in the beginning, I was going to kind of stay within this little sect of Christianity, you know, kind of marry somebody that had similar beliefs, I guess. There wasn't really, there wasn't really anybody there except for one guy that I had been on and off again throughout Bible school because we weren't supposed to date, which of course, tell a humanoid they're not supposed to date and guess what they have to do? They have to date. So he was my on and off again, like, oh my God, I want you so bad. No, we shouldn't guy, you know? And we had also become incredible friends and he was kind of like the only person in my life. And so I looked at him and I was like, you know, it's not, it's not ideal. He doesn't really shame the same. He doesn't really share the same beliefs, but like of everybody mm, that I can see, okay, you'll do. And I cared about him a lot. So we had a conversation and whatever. And we looked at each other and we're like, do you want to get married? He was like, yeah, you? Yeah. So he went to Canada, which is, he's, he was East Indian, dot not feather, but grew up in Canada. So he went back to Canada, custom got me a ring, um, came back and proposed. And it was just this like incredibly glorious experience, right? 27 years old. I'm living the dream. I'm, I'm getting engaged, you know? utopian ideals come to life, baby. But I tell this story to tell you that um, I remember so distinctly after I got engaged, um, sitting in the foyer of the then church and feeling incredibly like lost as to how a person gets married. <laughs> now what? Like, how does this work? Um, from like, how do you do a whole ceremony wedding thing? And like, how do you be married? And how do you like, how does this work? And it, it really struck me. It's like, I've never forgotten that sensation because I really, really, really didn't know how to do what was next after this. It was like the whole thing had led up to this moment, this pivotal moment. And here I was, the moment had passed. And now it was into the what's next. And the thing was like, you just start. So I <laughs> went to a bookstore. I, and I didn't have any support, no family or anything. So I was really, I mean, my, yeah, my siblings were far. My mom was out of the picture. So it was on me. So I remember driving to a bookstore and searching the wedding section. And it was all very just like bubbly and new. Cause I'm like a new, I'm a bride. I'm a bride to be, you know, and all these bride to be books. And so all the sensations that came with that, but I was like, I was, so I started seeking and that's like, I don't know how to do this. I guess I'll go look for something. That's how you start to create something. So the brilliance of not knowing what you're doing is like you ask a question, well, where can I start with this? And I wasn't even into question then as a, as a thing, as a something you've used practically all the time. It was just the natural extension of like, well, I guess I'll either sit here and not know or I'll go find out. 
And so I needed more information. So I went to the bookstore and ended up buying this um, planner. I remember exactly what it looked like. It was light blue and it had white flowers on the front. And, you know, after looking through everything that a person could use to learn how to do this, that was the thing. I was like, okay, so I'll just follow what they say in here and I'll start taking these steps and that will assist me in creating this wedding. And it did. And I remember so vividly that process. I think the first time (laughs) there's a whole series of marriage and relationship jokes in there, I'm sure, but (laughs) you know, people say they're getting married. I'm like, Oh, your first one. Oh. Um, And so, but I, it just was, it's so, it was so vivid. And I remember so distinctly on the day of looking around at this incredibly beautiful venue with incredibly beautiful decorations and all these different things that I had step-by-step and choice-by-choice chosen and created and, and made happen from the little party favors to the the people that came and decorated the place. I didn't even know how we were going to get the place decorated, but this, these guys just offered and like donated all these decorations. And there were so many things that went into that creative day that I didn't know how to do that. I did that. I chose that. I just started with and started and chose and started and start, you know, and walking out into that beautiful room, just feeling so proud of me and us and and what I had created. And that just has never left me as the most, you know, as one of the most pivotal moments where I started to get the brilliance of not knowing what you were doing. It's just, I just wouldn't have said it like that, right? Um, But as I look back over all these different moments, I mean, the moment, every single time I started a business, I didn't know what I was doing every single time. And, you know, there's been in this particular business multiple times, I didn't know what I was doing, but okay. So the, but the first thing that's brilliant about that is it forces you to go into question. Now we are really, we're really, really inundated with the idea, the construct that to have a successful life, you need a plan. I didn't really grow up with parents like that, but I run into a lot of people. I see a lot of things on social media that's like, you know, what's your plan for this? What's your plan for retirement? What's your plan? Really, it's like mostly you work to retire. And then once you retire, you're like, I shaved my legs for this. What's your plan for a sustainable future for when you can't work? Okay, you can work now, but what's your plan for when you can't work? What's your plan for, um, you know, when you're in high school, it's like, what's your plan for university after you graduate university, what's your plan for your career after you graduate? What's your plan for marriage? What's your plan for kids? As if those things are the pillars of, of, a, of the way life should work. And I get that in human reality, that's true. But you and I are different. And we, we're not human. You, if you're listening to this and you're not human, makes you lighter, you're not human. You're humanoid. Humanoids look like humans, but we have these different different things that, you know, we are much more motivated and inspired by changing the world. We actually have more of an ability to do that. We're the creators, the artists, the dreamers, the, the people that are never satisfied, the more, you know, every single beautiful thing that's ever been created on this planet was created by a humanoid inventor, creator, person. So, 
you know, we, we don't, we don't function the same. We're not motivated by the same things. And so a plan doesn't work for us. We are also like so much more of a butterfly. And I got this mental picture from a good friend of mine who was like, you're like watching a butterfly. Have you ever watched a butterfly fly? She asked me and I was like, no. And she's like, well, it's like this, you know, they fly like this to get to this leaf over here. Right. They don't just beeline for it. They're not like an eagle or a hawk from the sky diving down to get a fish. It's like, there's a leaf over there. You know, like, and then finally land on the leaf and then get up and then they're flying again and they land on another leaf and then they change their mind and they're like flitting and, and moving constantly. She's like, you're more like that. And so that's, that's more our reality. So as this, and, and if you, if you want more, like go watch the humanoid advantage in business, that show that I did last week. Wow. As a humanoid using yourself to your advantage is getting that you, you know, there's a different set of tools that actually make things functional for you. And we're talking about making things functional, not getting things right, which probably deserves its own show. But so, so there's a certain set of tools that allow you to be functional and they're very, very, very pragmatic, but in the beginning they can seem conceptual and they're this choice, question, possibility, and contribution. Those are literally the four pillars of what allows you to create anything in the world. So we were talking about the brilliance of not knowing what you're doing. The brilliance is it thrusts you into what actually renders things functional for you. And that is choice, question, possibility, and contribution. Okay. So when you don't know what you're doing, you, you either have to sit there and freak out, worry, stress, and otherwise feel bad for yourself. Or you have to kind of turn and face it, pull your big girl panties up and go, okay, I have no idea what I'm doing. Well, what's next? That's it. Those are basically your two choices, choose or die. <laughs> Not even kidding. And I can tell, I might tell you another story about that. Um, so in the chooser, so in the choose point, so when you do face the not, know what you, not knowing what you're doing and you go, okay, fuck it. I don't know what I'm doing, but where can I start? That's when the entirety of the universe, the entire universe goes to work on your behalf to provide you with energy and ideas and connections. And, you know, because now you've engaged, now you're present. This other thing that you were doing, this dying thing that you might've been doing that I've done before, where you're like, I don't know, and I'm freaking out and I don't know what to do. And how do I do it? That, that's dying, by the way you are engaged with dying. And so the universe is happy to support you dying. But this moment when you're like, okay, fuck it, whatever. I don't need to know what, what's next. Now you're engaging with living and the universe is like, yeah, you know, all this supporting that. Not that the universe doesn't have a point of view. It will support you dying or support you choosing. What you want to have is your life. <laughs> so, okay, fuck it. Yeah, what's next? All this energy, all these ideas, all this stuff. And you are engaged. The moment you engage, all of life comes alive for you. You no longer care that you don't know what you're doing. You're just in it to play. Oh, and this, I mean, I'm getting so much awareness, even as we, even as I speak about how quickly we slip into choosing to die without recognizing it. Oh my God. 
So, so not knowing what you're doing thrusts you into question, choice, possibility, and contribution. So now you're like, what, what's next? You, you're having to choose. But guess what's brilliant about that? It's brilliant to choose. The more you choose, the more you get awareness. The people that sit over here in dying and go, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it, but how I'll choose. And to, but I don't know. And, you know, but, but how, right? The people that live here never engage in the choices that actually would give them the awareness that would give them the information that they're trying to get from sitting over here. And there you are in the middle of it, choosing, getting all the awareness and being able to move forward 85 billion times faster because you're willing to engage and just choose. That's brilliant. Now, I think from this position over here, what happens is as we're looking for the how, we go into it. Anytime you're looking for the how, all you're going to find is like reasons to not choose. <laughs> I'm realizing so bad, you know, because you're going to go, yeah, but how do I do that? Yeah, but what if I fail? Yeah, but like, I don't really know what I'm doing. And like, are people really going to listen to me? And are, you know, like the only thing you can do when you're looking for the how is like go in and find kind of all the reasons why you shouldn't. And and it doesn't matter what you're facing right now. It doesn't matter if you're facing not knowing what you're doing with creating your life or creating your business or creating more money or anything, whatever it is. You're, you can always find reasons why you can't. You can always find the failure points, I guess. But here's what's funny about when you really do engage and you're like, fuck it, what's next? you end up discovering you, failure becomes an irrelevant and irrelevance. There is no failure. There is only choice. Now I'm not saying that from the moment you go and you're like, I don't know what, what I'm not saying that the moment you engage, you're always going to feel good. I am not saying that because, you know, like we like to judge ourselves. I've liked to judge myself. So there's been plenty of times where I engage and I choose and I get awareness and I judge myself for what I got. And so that can occur and probably will because you're very good at judging yourself. And again, it's so this is, you always have another choice at that moment. A key to freedom is recognizing that you always have another choice. Always, 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 always. Even if you chose to judge yourself and crush yourself, you can get back up. The brilliance of not knowing what you're doing is like, I did this thing and it created this thing and I feel terrible about me. See, I don't know what I'm doing. But the brilliance of that is that you can recognize that you're doing that to yourself and you can just go, well, is this where I want to live? Or do I want to choose again? And now you've already got some experience with choosing. You started way back here with, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, whatever, what's next? So now you've got some experience under your belt that shows you, well, when I choose, things happen. So am I just going to live in this failure moment and die? Or am I going to choose again and get back up and like, well, fuck it, I got awareness and then start again. And so, man, but I used to think that I have had an uncanny willingness to engage in this process from when I was a kid. And I thought it was normal because, of course, you always think that whatever you are is normal, and it never is. You're always incredibly unique. But I thought it was normal. So, you know, I 
I'm, you know, in going out into the world and like going to facilitator classes, even as I get around all these people that are creating their businesses, I thought everybody was like in it and choosing and getting all this awareness. But I started to recognize like, man, most people sit on the sidelines and try to figure it out before they choose. And then they'll finally choose like something will force their hand, like money, usually or money. And then they'll get in and then they'll start to get that experience of bliss and all that. But I, I have kind of always done that. I've always been the person that wanted to try things, try things, try things, choose, choose, choose. And I've always been incredibly fast. So I've gotten, so as a result, like there's, I've gotten a lot of experience. Like I know a lot of things about a lot of things because I've chosen a lot of things. When I was dating um, before this, this amazing relationship, when I was dating, I like, we just, I did that. That's how I dated. I was like, choose, choose. Yes, no, yes, yes, yes. No, 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 no. That's how I dated. And I guess I say that to say, I was also made incredibly wrong for that by a lot of people. That ability that you have to choose and change on the drop of a hat is judgeable in this reality. And so I lived it, but then I would make myself wrong for it. I did not get that it was brilliant, but it is because choice is the only thing that creates awareness. And with awareness, you can make other choices. So man, I learned a fuck ton about how people function and about dating and about relationships and about sex and all this other stuff from there. I learned a fuck ton about the the world of employment, uh, job realities. I learned a fuck ton about every single industry I was in because I would choose something, get the awareness and then choose again and then get the awareness and then choose again and then get the awareness. And so even though other people were making that wrong and, you know, labeling it as flaky and irresponsible and all the different labels that that gets, there was so much brilliance in it because I, I know so many things about so many things because I've been willing to choose. And that's what I want to get you to look at. What is brilliant about how much you haven't known what you're doing? Have you ever known what you're doing? When you chose these different things, when you got pregnant and had babies, did you know what you're doing? When you said yes to getting married, did you know what you were doing? When you said yes to going to university, did you know what you were doing? Like, look back on your life and really find out, like, did you know what you were doing or not? And how did that work? How did you navigate those things? And how can you use that same capacity to engage now with what you want to create now? Because I know a lot of you are wanting something different with money and your business and your life, and you can have it. You simply have to get that you do not know what you're doing, and that's brilliant. And look at it and go, we're going to start with this and start pulling from all directions, the tools that are going to support you, the conversations that are going to support you, pull in the directions that you are led to. We have been taught that we have to have a plan, but what is more powerful than a plan? Knowing. What you know does not have a cognitive representation. It is a sensation. It is a feel, it's a sensation. I don't want to say feeling, but it's not a feeling. It's a sense of a future. And you have used that sense of a future to get you here. 
And that doesn't mean every single choice you made worked out in the utopian ideal way. It means that you were willing to make choices and you got the information and you used it to get the next choice, to make the next choice and to get yourself even further. So you know what works for you and what doesn't eventually. Sometimes it takes longer than other times, but you used, you've used every single bit of awareness that you've gotten from the choices you've made so far to get you here, which means that's what exactly what you're going to do next. You're going to use every single bit of awareness that you're going to choose again and choose again and choose again and use that awareness to get yourself where you're going to next. Because there is no cognitive representation of where you're going next. There's only a sense of something. And so the brilliance of not knowing what you're doing is that you can ask, okay, well, I don't know what I'm doing. What's next? From that question and that choice, you can create anything. You want to have $50,000 a month? Okay, cool. What's next? You want to start traveling the world and have an online business? Okay, cool. What's next? You want to have a relationship that's more like a creationship and, you know, okay, cool. What's next? Anything you want to create gets started from the moment you recognize you don't know what you're doing and it doesn't matter what's next. And then your willingness to choose and choose and choose and choose and get awareness and choose and choose and choose is what you use to navigate your way forward into the next choice and the next choice and the next choice and the next choice from question. What's next choice possibility, which is the sensation of, yeah, this choice creates greater and the contribution of the entire universe and the contribution you are to the world. This whole conversation got started in my life with foundation. And it got expanded on by all the other access classes. And now I'm finally able to take it and run with it in, a, in an eloquent, elegant way in my own life. So I needed quite a bit of input to reinvigorate my natural abilities. And so my question for you is like, what is it you could add to your life? What conversation, what class, what clearing, what, what et cetera, all of it? Can you add to your life to give you more access to your natural ability to not have any idea what you're doing and lead yourself to exactly where you're going? Check out infinitebeingschool.com. Check out accessconsciousness.com slash crystal Crawford. Check out crystaljoycrawford.com slash crafting your empire and choose what will contribute to the future you want to have and share this if you loved it and leave us a review those are all my orders and those are all my points of gratitude for you what else is truly possible as the brilliant way maker craftsman you truly be i'll see you guys next week Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm.